This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Lord's new song, Greenlight. wonderful song but this is a troll on me which i will tell you in a second that's the only reason uh, you only get 10 seconds this is not lana level love last night we engaged in a murder mystery and bobby like drank too much lambrusco and then decided that his like shtick because he had not that much to do was that he was gonna sing lyrics from green light really wrong and i'm and every time he did it it was like wronger than the last time that he what, did no it. one really care no one was really paying any attention but you were getting so upset every single time i did it it was very fun it was like very sad Satisfying. You were like my mom in the front seat of the car singing along to the radio, but doesn't know any words. So it just is like, <laughs> like that gif of Oprah singing along to Mariah from the front row, <laughs> yeah. where she's like gesticulating, getting everything completely wrong. What do you think about this song? Do you think Lord? Uh, do you think Lord has a hit on her hands, Lindsay? <laughs> this sounds. This sounds like yes, Ryan. I think she has a great chance at a number one. It's very good. Obviously, themier than. Would you say she's themier than Lana? Last time we had a song yes, on the yes, beginning. Yeah, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It seems like Lord is the re- like Taylor Swift is getting just as much from being friends with Lord as Lord is getting from being friends with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Very symbiotic relationship. Well, it was funny because it was like a countdown clock until when Taylor Swift posted that she loved the song. Like it, it was yeah. as soon as the song came out, it literally the clock was set and then you were looking at your Instagrams and all of a sudden there it was like, this is the best song. I'm so proud of you, my best friend. I don't know if there's any. I'm Now I'm thinking if there are any who's that kind of revolve around Lord. The fun. Ooh, you know, what's the fun um, who situation is that people are wondering what the deal is with Lord. The song kind of implies her getting back to New Zealand after her becoming like a famous person and uh-huh. the guy that she's dating screwing her over essentially. Uh-huh. That guy, the older guy, right. James. And so her, then the reference to that is this who, who if you know Lord, you knew that she was dating this guy named James from New Zealand for a really long time, mm-hmm. um, who was way older than her. But look younger, like looks like a baby. Like you see them on the beach together and it's like, oh, two teens frolicking on the beach. But no, this is an older man. His name is James Lowe and he right. is, tw- he was 25 in 2015. So now he's 27. And she is how old again? 20? Seven years. Eh. So she's 20. Yeah. That's a lot. So if they've been dating for two years. So she was, when they first started, she was... Uh, 18? When, That's, yeah. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. just in time. Anyways, so people are very suspicious about kind of that relationship being what she's singing about. So if there's yeah. any who connection, that's maybe, I guess, one of them. But okay, we'll probably never hear from him again. Probably not. Um, so I guess we can we can start the episode. I'll just can go right I'm there. waiting for it. The episode. Just start it. Just start it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they want to know. Hey. So, Lindsay, I'm sh- I'm sure you heard, but um, just in case you haven't, did you know that Julianne Huff uh, had her bachelor weekend, bachelorette party weekend over the past few days? Did I know? Did I know? Or was my entire Instagram feed taken over with the Julianne Huff bachelorette event? I oh mean, it my was... my God. 
it was actual dedicated posts. It was stories. It was oh. tweets. It was everything. Oh my God. It was just one thing after another. Hundreds of hashtags, uh, boomerangs, and videos, and group photos. I mean, these girls took more group photos than I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life, right? Have you ever? It was a real, yeah, and it was a real uh, who, uh, who's who of, of celebrities in the purest sense of the word. I mean, it was all of her hooliest friends. Yeah. Her hooliest friends, her hooliest family members. You think you think you know her family? You think you know Derek? No, 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 no. She has 7,000 cousins. Her mom was there. It was it was unbelievable. But also in true who fashion, she had extreme thems there somehow. Like anchor thems, anchor thems. How do they know her and how does that work is or arguably just as interesting as, as who the people were at the party that we didn't know was kind of how do these thems know Julianne Huff and how did they get invited to her party? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um anyways, so this party was at a on a beach. I couldn't tell what where beach, was the beach even. I, uh, Wasn't it in Mexico? At some point they made jokes about pesos. They made jokes about pesos a lot that felt a little tasteless. Well, okay, so it was on a beach somewhere and according to Jules Huff's uh Instagram, the first <laughs> one, um it was courtesy of Celebrity Cruises. She says, thank you, Celebrity Cruises, for the gift of this amazing bachelorette party. Uh, and it was thrown by her friend, fellow who, Nina Dobrev, as we know, who had the La La Land-themed birthday party just a few <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> who sponsored that? Damien Chazelle? Did he just sponsor that? Thank you, Damien Chazelle, for sponsoring my 30th birthday party. After La La Land lost the Oscar, he asked for his money back because <laughs> his influencer campaign with Nina Dobrev didn't work. So, <laughs> Bobby... Who else was at this party you went through? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I spent the morning. I spent the morning going through (laughs) everyone who was there. And it's so crazy. So if you'll notice, look at the doc, Lindsay. I'm looking. Uh, More on the doc later, by the way. A couple segments. I'm picturing Bobby in his house. He took out a cork board and he has all the yarn connecting all the different who's from the bachelor party. It was, a, it was a Matheson moment, let me tell you. So I, I was listening to jazz. It was getting, it was getting really nuts. So the, the most helpful, the, the image I used, like Lindsay said, she took more group photos than anyone ever has in the span of three days. Um, this it's woman. not even over yet. And they're all still there. They're still there. Um, so, so it's happening as we speak. So the. The photo I used uh, to begin with was the like extreme group photo taken by someone else where it's just where you you see a lot of group photos, you know, three people here, four people there, five people there. And then in this one, there's like 100 women just all next to each other in this cabana. And it's like, oh, thank you to my ladies for coming out for my bachelorette party. And so these are the tags I went from. So let's start. Let's start from the top. So we got Nina Dobrev to begin with. Yeah. Um, Nina Dobrev, we all know, Vampire Diaries. She is married to... Uh, no. Ian Somerhalder, right? No, that's not her. <laughs> that's Ashley Green. She's not married. <laughs> Don't check me. I'm right. Are you fucking fact-checking me? Oh, wait, they weren't. Okay, fine, fine, fine. So Nina Dobrev was there. We all know Nina took so many Instagrams of this one-on-one with Julianne Huff. If you didn't know, by the way, Nina's Instagram name, this horrifies Lindsay. Nina's Instagram name is just Nina. She got Nina. 
How did Nina Dobrev get Nina? There's what? so many Ninas. How many phone calls that did it take for Nina Dobrev to get Nina? I need to know. Can somebody <laughs> do a deep dive for literally just me? You can send me the doc. Just a PDF, maybe like five to seven pages on how Nina Dobrev got the Instagram name Nina. Mm-hmm. At Nina. Anyways. If you work at Instagram and you have some insider information, even <sighs> if it's just for the two of us that we can't share, please call in so also you'll notice Lindsay, if you look at this doc some of these names are bolded some of them are not mm-hmm. did, you, did you notice that yes i did notice. so i bolded names if i so i went to their instagram accounts as well i bolded names um that included photos of julianne huff's oh. bachelorette party <laughs> so if they also shared photos so of you're julianne saying huff's reciprocal party, reciprocal yes, sharing reciprocal sharing Nina Dobrev, of course, reciprocal sharing. Moving on, Christy Sowen. Christy Sowen is Julianne's personal assistant. Got it. Glad she was invited. She's got so many Instagram followers, um, but she's just a personal assistant. Like she's 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 nothing else. They're friends. Next up, oh, their uh, reciprocity. There, the reciprocity is there. It's literally her job to to reciprocate on the share. You know that. Okay. Um, I mean, she was probably posting both of them. Let's be honest. She has she both accounts on her. She will be fired if she... Oh, yeah, that's true. She's probably also <laughs> posting as Julianne. Yeah. She's doing everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, you got Lauren Paul. This is really interesting, these two people. You got Lauren Paul. Lauren Paul is a producer and director. She, as far as I can tell, is known primarily for this documentary that she made about bullying called Finding Kind. Mm-hmm. And so she ha- she's the co-founder of this, like non-profit i think about spreading awareness about bullying against teen girls and it's oh, called the kind campaign that's a very um rare and unlikely uh cause right now what a rare um unusual no, right Lindsay. so what's really funny is if you go to the kind campaign's website they pride themselves in being ahead of the curve when it comes to promoting bullying awareness they say that they started the Kind campaign in 2008 before bullying was a national topic. Wait, are they trying to pretend like they invented <gasps> they're bullying? They're trying to they're trying to pretend like they invented bullying awareness. It's like really something. I don't want to call these people kind <laughs> con artists, but you know, I might call these people con artists. So next up we've got Molly Thompson. Again, the ordering makes sense. She grouped people who are connected. Next up, Molly Thompson, another co-founder of the Kind Campaign. Bobby's notes just say also into kindness. <laughs> well, it's like, if you if you look at the bio, everything's about like being kind, being kind. And well, it's a branding thing. Trust me, the image you have in your mind of these two women is like one hundred percent spot on. To my wife, my God. If you guys don't know what she does, look up Kind Campaign. Do yourself and your children a favor. Kind Campaign. Thank you so much. Next up, I just before we move on from the kind women, in this, there was an interview that they did for createcultivate.com. Apparently, that's a website. <laughs> and no, listen, guys, trust me, this is good. Okay. So the, the interviewer said, what do you think young women and girls need to hear now more than ever? And Molly says that they are strong, powerful, beautiful, inspiring, unique, and more than capable of accomplishing anything that they put their minds to. And remind them of this over and over and over again in order to combat the mixed West messages that women and girls are fed by the media. Lindsay, that is the... That is the fundamental principle behind Julianne Huff's Bachelor Weekend social media strategy. I mean, no kidding. But I got to say, um, this Molly Thompson, who is also a co-founder of the Kind Campaign, did not reciprocate. 
Right? Molly that Thompson did not seem reciprocate. That's very kind. That's not very kind of her, is right? it? Well, she's not really following her her uh her own model. Uh model. Mm. Moving mm. on. Mm. <laughs> Moving on. Anita Patrickson. Anita Patrickson. Who's she that? reciprocated. She's Julianne's stylist. Okay, cool. Moving on. Rihanna Capri. Uh-huh. Julianne's hairstylist slash one website called her hairstylist slash BFF. Imagine having that person in your life. That's a job uh, for, does she pay job. her to be her friend too? Also do her and her friend? Hairstylist slash BFF. Uh, reciprocated. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> the next person you your, your research is got holes. <laughs> um, Morgan Blue. And I Bo. said, I couldn't figure out Morgan Bow. Right. Yeah. Oh, I was I was thinking of Corbin Blue from High School Musical, and <laughs> yes, I was going to make a Corbin Blue joke. He was not invited to Morgan Bow did not reciprocate, and I don't know who she is, but if you look at her Instagram, yeah, hold on. she looks like a surfer version of Julianne Huff. If in her bio she has thirty five thousand followers, in her bio she has a website called The Young and the Brave, and you click on it and it says The Young and the Brave Foundation. Another oh, another foundation fucking owner foundation. Uh, it is for young people who are brave. No, this is gonna get. Yeah, uh, it's for children and families with kids diagnosed with all forms of cancer. So it's for cancer. Okay. So did she start this foundation, or did she she just support it? But let me read the final uh, paragraph for you, just to make it clear. From the beginning, the theme of this foundation has been love. So it's really love, love not. It's about love cancer um it doesn't say what she has to do with it but it's interesting that morgan bow is differentiating herself from julianne huff's other friends by focusing on love as opposed to kindness so she has a very diverse friend group is what we're saying here some of her friends love love some of her friends (laughs) love kindness you're right it's um you know everyone hair some of her friends love fashion (sighs) moving on we got jody cunts (laughs) k-u-n-t-z private no information on Jody Cunts. Jody Cunts is private? Jody Cunts is private. But how will we know if she reciprocated? Moving on, Melissa Sears did not reciprocate. An actress <laughs> who's on a lot of like one-time appearances on cable uh, procedurals. Oh my God, you're right. Moving, Melissa Sears. Isn't that weird? Moving on. Oh, we have the lovely Marianne Huff, Julianne Huff's Julianne's Julianne Huff's mother. She was there. Mm-hmm. Nothing really of note to say about Julianne. She, she has uh she did reciprocate obviously she's mom but her instagram bio is artist and adventurer who had the privilege of raising five little huffs you may know julianne derek Catherine, maribeth and sherry i don't know who i don't know maribeth and sherry are no i have no idea who those other huffs are also how many huff and i'll puff jokes do you think that family has gone through in a lifetime remember when they formed they they filmed that whole video of them dancing in the kitchen it was like choreographed and i can't think about that um moving on we have i don't know who this person's what this person's last name is but her username is Catherine h82 uh-huh um she reciprocated don't know much about her not many followers but her, the link in bio you know people have link in bio her link in bio is a link that takes forever to load it's a a website that's sort of like um, tweet longer. It's a really long <gasps> sort of it's strange a story. Link to a cloud app with a long it's a essay. Link to a, <laughs> a long ass a, a long essay, Lindsay. I will not tell you to read the whole thing because I read the whole thing. It's called Lessons Learned from Hike and Yoga TXT. So the story is about her God, her <laughs> going on a hike and doing yoga and and let me get to the middle part. She says. 
She called, She says, she says, tonight we experienced a fantastic and beautiful hike that was full of great conversation, new introductions, incredible scenery, and absolutely filled our goal of mutual physicality. What followed next was something certainly unplanned. <laughs> what was it? Lindsay, they were at the top of their hike. They were done. They noticed a middle-aged thing. hiker yeah. who, like, collapsed. <gasps> and so all of her and her friends surrounded this man and tried to, like, revive him. They called 911. Lindsay, he died. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he died. This story that's in her Lincoln bio is about the time she went on a, uh, on a hike you, and did yoga. Bobby, and then this man died. Can you imagine if you died, but then after you your ended death, up in a Lincoln bio. some woman wrote a, a fucking paste-it note about you, and a, a, a freaking notes app explanation of your life and death, and put it in her bio, and then said Lincoln bio? <sighs> uh, so, wait. This goes on for a long time. Ugh. She she you know mourns the loss of this man yeah, the stranger happened? she didn't know but listen um life the the line between life and death is ever so thin and tonight served as a reminder that humans dot 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 are dot 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 good what and then we end with you didn't save this guy's life she says, i don't know what you... deepest and heartful condolences go to the family blah blah then tragedy struck tonight Yet overwhelming peace, love, knowledge, experience, connection, gratitude, and an unparalleled servitude also struck tonight. So she's like, sort of glad that this guy died because it helped her, you know, get an, find a sense of overwhelming peace, love, and knowledge. Anyway, I found that very bizarre. I've never seen anything like that in my entire life, uh, especially because it's a Lincoln bio. A Lincoln bio. It's strange. It looks like um, it's, it's like that a same... blog for weird people who don't know that you could just make a blog. I think most people who use that are like coders and they like yeah. share code yeah. on these things because it, cause it formatted some of her words as though I think they the, the, the app thinks it's code. Anyway, I, it's very strange. Moving on. This is taking way too long. Maribeth Poole, no reciprocity. Her cousin, boring. Moving on. Ariel Vandenberg, a model, no reciprocity. Moving on. Cherie Wise. She re- she reciprocated. All I know about Cherie Wise is what she says in her Instagram uh, bio. Mother of six awesome kiddos. Wife, flight attendant, dance teacher, Whoa. fitness instructor, Whoa. trainer, and lipstick lover. That is um, so many things. I'm very impressed by Cherie Wise. You didn't make this connection in the doc, but I suspect Cherie might be one of the Huffs because uh, Marianne Huff uh, said the name Cherie. Oh, my God, her... Lindsay. I know. I'm a detective. And she's a dance teacher. That's such a Huff. Uh, that's such a huff profession. Huffs love lipsticks, and huff a huff mother with six kids. That makes sense. Six kids, six kids. Don't forget, uh, they're one of Julian Huff is one of five. Oh my god! If I were a huff and I owned a dance studio, it would be so easy to have a good tagline. It would be like, "I'll huff, you'll oh, puff, god. and we'll dance our behinds off," or something that's like that. That's awful. Oh my god, that'd be so good. You just said I'd be, it'd be so I'd be a great easy. Huff. Okay. Fine. I'd be a great huff. Okay, well, well, let me call Marianne and see if you could join the family. Julian would take so many pictures of me barfing off a boat. Artist, an adventurer who had the privilege of raising six little huffs you may know. Julianne, Derek, Catherine, stop. Maribeth, Cherie, and Bobby Finger. Stop, stop. <laughs> okay, moving on. Z Robinson. I could not figure out anything about Z Robinson. She has the fewest followers of anyone on here no photos of julianne in her entire feed i feel like they might be childhood friends like this was like a pity invite she's nobody <laughs> moving on uh surprised she even tagged her uh moving on we've got rita wilson is there no what? reciprocity no idea why rita's there guys why is rita wilson there the last one there was cindy crawford you put chris jenner in there Lindsay, but she was not tagged but she was there 
she was there. But and she, she was tagged. tagged. She was tagged. She wasn't in that one photo that I looked at. In Julianne Huff's photo of all of them, she's tagged because I wouldn't have looked for her. I didn't just see Ju- see Chris Jenner and say, "Oh, there's Chris Jenner." You you got to look at this. This was the first one. This is the first one that I hold on. Click on that one. Chris uh, Jenner is in the orange. She's third from the right. You can tell by her face, and you can see you can see Cindy in the back, and you can see. I can't quite tell which one Rita where Rita is. Yeah, Rita, Rita, Rita just blends in. Rita doesn't really want to be the center of attention Um, anyway. While we're talking about Rita Wilson, Bobby, can you just kind of explain your um, charades impression of Rita Wilson from last night? Lindsay, do not make me explain (laughs) my charades. Are you serious? Last night after um, the murder mystery was solved, um, also uh, in case anybody was wondering, I was the person who saved everyone. So um, I was a red herring. I literally overpowered the room with the right answer and got um, us saved from the demons. But anyways, moving on, then we played a game of celebrity. Naturally, our friends, as you probably could guess, put in some very interesting celebrities. (laughs) Somebody put in Rita Wilson. Obviously, you know, you can't have it without Rita Wilson. But as you know about celebrity, you have to, like, act out the stuff. So try imagining trying to act out Rita Wilson. Not speaking. Doing Rita Wilson. So, Bobby, <laughs> are you mad at me for saying? Are this? you? I'm a little mad, but whatever, it's fine. Bobby. No one got it except Tessa, who was like, "That's Tessa wasn't on our team," and she was like, well, "I know what this is. That's such a good charade. That's well, so good." Tessa Bobby, loved it. It's because she had Rita the last round. Literally five people went through rounds of trying to act out Rita Wilson. No one could do Rita, and I had a good one. Okay, so Bobby gets up there, and he's somebody's accepting an award for Oscar and he's referring to Tom Hanks and then somebody else is like looking at that person adoringly so I like was I did the, I, I mimicked holding an Oscar like I was Tom Hanks um and then like oh like uh, quietly miming that I was grace grateful for accepting this award and then I stepped to the side and I looked up adoringly as and though I were Rita Wilson and when that didn't work I reached over I reached over <laughs> And shook my wrist a, a lot, pretty violently around waist level. I think people should know what that means. So Bobby does this like back and forth for like a good like 15, 20 seconds. No one's getting it. People are so confused. And then in desperation, just a desperate attempt at any sort of recognition, Bobby steps to the side as if he is Rita Wilson and and proceeds to jerk off <laughs> the Tom Hanks character that is himself. That at this point is invisible imaginary. So imagine Bobby playing Rita Wilson, jerking off an invisible Tom Don't Hanks imagine that me doing that. previously being played by Bobby. <laughs> Absolutely do not imagine me doing that. It was so good, but also no one got it. Is, okay, whatever. We can, we can, we don't have to talk about that anymore. Anyway, so Cindy Crawford was also there. Lindsay, will you please click on that Instagram? There was reciprocity there. Yeah, but let's see what kind of reciprocity. No, absolutely not. That's Sorry. my favorite photo. So no. on her way to the bachelor party, before anyone, any of Cindy Crawford's this doesn't count followers as reciprocity, could have. FYI. No, but there was actual reciprocity later on. Okay. But the first photo she did before the bachelor party weekend was an old modeling photo of her posing on top of like very expensive, maybe Louis Vuitton luggage. And she's posing, and she's very Cindy Crawford in it. And it says, off to a girl's weekend, like, <laughs> which is like, oh, my God. That's so very, good. I love it. It's very that feeling like. 
you know? Yeah. So she did a lot of reciprocity, actually. Here's her in a hot tub. Here's the group photo. She's eating some fruit. Uh, she has a a bag with uh, her husband's uh, that tequila one's in it. Uh, yeah. But they oh, it was in Cabo San Lucas. Okay, now we know where it was. Cabo San Lucas. Uh, and then Chris Jenner was there. There was reciprocity with Chris Jenner because of course she's going to reciprocate. Wait, she was wants everyone there? to know that she's famous. I don't know. I tried looking up why if how they knew each other, and I I, I guess just e. Ryan, I think it's just an E connection. The other really funny thing that you did not mention about this weekend is that there were a slew of hashtags created for this event. Um, I understand that people make hashtags ironically. I'm sure a lot of these are jokes, um, but uh, I will not. I refuse to end this without reading some of the uh, amazing creations that uh, Nina Dobrev, I assume, created for this event. You know, Please share them with me. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Beach Lorette with my beaches. Jules Beach Lorette. Bitchin' before the hitchin'. Os- hasta la vista, huff. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. The f- the f- it sounds like I have emphysema when I'm reading these the <laughs> final, hashtags. The final huff-rah. Like hurrah, but like huff-rah. Okay. The last fling before the ring. Julianne's oh my beaches. God. 17 beaches and a baby. I don't get it. Oh, because there was a baby there. No. Kiss this miss goodbye. And the last one, which really put me over the edge, which is we don't like him. We love him. Uh, we don't. So we then, don't like. We don't like him. We love him. Referring oh to Brooks. Lech. Lech. Who is we a don't hockey oh, player. So it'd be, wait, so maybe it's left him. Left. No, it'd be like. We don't like him. We love him. Like. We don't like him. We love. Like. Oh, okay. I get it now. We don't like him. We love him. We like. Like. We don't like him. We love him. Anyways, what's next? Um, You have this here, but um, this, this couple reminded me of how um, last week Penn Badgley and the Kirk sister got together. I didn't even know they were dating, but they're pregnant. Um, Nate Roos of Fun Fame, not Jack Antonoff, the other guy, the singer guy. And Charlotte Ronson of the clothing company that she owns with her own name in the title um, had a boy together. I didn't even know they were dating and or married and or pregnant. Um, She is Ronson, a sister to Mark Ronson, sister to Sam Ronson of Lindsay Lohan dating fame. (laughs) Charlotte Ronson has a clothing line and their son is named Levon. Levon, like the Elton John song. It's kind of a nice name, actually. I like it. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't really know. I don't know Levon in the outside the context of Elton John. Very, very hooey couple. Uh, and it's also, she's the hooeyest sister, but he's the themiest fun. Because can you name anyone else in fun? Yes. Period? Jack Antonoff. Oh, God. Right. So he's probably. <laughs> he's the second. He's second themiest. I know. <laughs> but he's the, he's, he's the lead vocalist. Um, also, the uh, their birth, uh, they had a shower or whatever. And of mm-hmm. course, guess who was there? front and center was jack there lena dunham no what's a, what's one of our fave who women who Leah is Michelle. everywhere no she's a very good friend she loves being friends with people here's a hint she was i feel like i'm being she was a who? model <gasps> jamie king yes <laughs> jamie king was there james king jamie king was oh my there. god that makes so much sense front of course she's and there. center you oh. know it but that's enough about that good for them yeah 
Um, speaking of who's, there are new Dancing with the Stars people to oh. um, talk about for about, you know, one minute and then never again for the rest of the season. Um, oh, great. Let me just quickly fly through them in case they come on your radar. I mean, oh, yeah. Tell me about them. We've got um, a guy named Bonner Bolton. Yes, that's right. Bonner, not Connor. Bonner Bolton. Um, he was a bull rider and then he was paralyzed and then he was a model. I don't really understand what... I was actually... Before my parents settled on my name, I was going to be Bonner. <laughs> Bonner Finger? Bonner Finger, That's yeah. Gross. Family name. Um, Bonner Bolton. Um, you can dig into him. I don't feel like digging into that. Then we have Charo, um, as in oh, Charo. Charo fame. We have Chris Catan. Then we have David Ross, who is a Red Sox slash Cubs baseball player. Well, not anymore, but now he's on this then we have erica jane of of uh of housewives of beverly hills fame she also has a uh some songs people like her songs um then we have heather morris of glee fame with um her partner is maxim as you you might have known maxim maxim one of our faves maxim maxim um mr t uh mr t's partner is kim hershevik which i feel like is going to be kind of a bummer for kim um nancy kerrigan that's a big one Nancy Kerrigan. That's wild. Yeah. Good for them for getting Nancy. Um, fresh off his stint as The Bachelor, shameless uh, reality Nick, star. Nick Vile. Nick Vile with Pita. Pita. Pita Murgatroyd. Uh-huh. And then we have with Val, Normani from Fifth Harmony. Ugh. Yeah. One of the remaining four-fifths of Fifth Harmony. Not the one who got arrested for weed. That's Lauren Jaregui. That's Lauren Jaregui. And not Camilla Cabello, because she's not in it anymore. She's not in it anymore. So out of the rest of the, the harmonies, she's one of them. I can't. I'm remember. really impressed that I can name three of the uh, formerly five Fifth Do Harmony members pretty easily. Do you remember that literally I like. I used to not be able to name one. Yeah, like f- maybe um, fif- 10 to 15 episodes ago, you couldn't. If you asked us oh. for our oh. lives, if to save our lives, could we name t- one member of Fifth Harmony? We couldn't do it. Oh, my God. Now listen to us go. Uh, like, like, like Jigsaw in a Saw movie, you know, <laughs> holding something to my head. You must me alive. I wouldn't have been member. able. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gotten uh, the first letter of their names correct. Never say this show doesn't teach you things. Even we're learning, you know. My last, my last, my last, my last words would have been BB Rexa, question mark. <laughs> and then I would have been dead. <laughs> and then the last person on my list is somehow someone else from sports and then um simone biles oh cool yeah so that's it that's all you need okay, to know that's good about that never again uh, we're gonna talk about them again i feel it i feel it unless honestly unless something happens or like someone gets into a fight or whatever i don't know why we talk about them again no but something's gonna happen okay rita's up to some stuff let's hear what what was she wearing where was she seen she posted what on instagram she's the who queen tens of people want to know all about the number one who lindsey bobby tell us now what's rita ora up to who is this woman okay so um Rita Rita is up to a couple things, a couple important things. But my favorite two things that she's up to this week were um, the source of two incredible headlines 
Um, one of them was from the Daily Mail. One of them was from Metro, which is, I guess, sort of their like New York Daily News, but for London. I don't know. I guess. Metro.co.uk. Who understands any of this? Right. But the first one is the best. Let's start with the best one with this wonderful headline. Rita Ora turned up to Paris Fashion Week casually wearing a penis. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, underneath it, sure enough, there's a photo of Rita Ora looking great in a big overcoat. And on the overcoat is a safety pin that's sort of an accessory, I guess sort of a brooch. And dangling from the safety pin, sort of like charms and a charm bracelet, but on a safety pin, are what looks like a star, sort of. And then there's sort of a longer chain dangling. And the biggest item dangling from the safety pin is a gigantic, maybe two and a half inch long penis. And it's a pink penis. It's not, doesn't look like a penis. It's not like could be a penis. That's a penis. It's a penis. It looks like a penis. And she's wearing it in. Uh, Their captions are not as good as Daily Mail's would have been. Uh, this caption is Rita Ora and the penis brooch. <laughs> Not great. Another one, Rita Ora and her uh, interesting accessory. The uh was part of it. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Uh, this line I did not like. It said, being in Fifty Shades obviously made her think it was socially acceptable to don sex objects in public. Sex anyway. objects? <laughs> Dumb, boring. Lindsay, what else is, is Rita up to? You found this amazing um, headline. Do not act like I put a lot of effort into finding this. Okay, you. But I did find you it. You discovered, and so let me just even click on it. The headline is: They're just from the same neighborhood. Rita Ora denies claims that she's friends with the hit and run killer who burgled <laughs> Simon Cowell. Hit and run killer. Wait, who burgled Simon Cowell? But question: The hit and run killer did not kill Simon Cowell. He's still alive. Right, he killed someone else and then burgled, or allegedly burgled Simon Cowell's house. So who accused Rita Ora of being friends with him? Like, I'm confused how Rita got involved. I have no, I have no idea. It just said it had been previously alleged that the convict had a close tie to Rita, who was friends with Simon Cowell. And then Rita Ora's representative, probably like her mom, said, this story is not true. Rita does not know him. And then a friend of the singers, probably Rita Ora's sister, says, Rita did not know this person. They're just from the same neighborhood. It is well known Rita was from a tough estate and worked hard to make it as a singer and to get out of there. So it's just someone from her old... That's rude. uh, Her old neighborhood. That's so rude. rude. But honestly, that's not even the rudest headline of the week. It's not? Lindsay, uh, it's not? It's oh, not. Oh, God, this one. Oh, <laughs> this one's so mean. All right, here we go. This is Rita adjacent. This is not about Rita. This is about someone else. I think but... it's extremely rude to Rita, though. This is from The Sun, and it says, Now you breathe them, which, oy. Oscar-winning actress Brie Larson pulls a Rita Ora and bears her cleavage for the one show before covering up to promote King Kong Skull Island on Lorraine. First of all, I love that there are shows called The One Show and then I'm supposed to know what Lorraine is. Oh, Lorraine is that really great, like, sort of sassy middle-aged talk show host. She covered up for Lorraine, but on The One Show, (laughs) she bared her cleavage. And then the subhead is American Brie clearly had to rethink her wardrobe or lack of it by the morning. So it implies that she covered up because her boobs were showing too much when the assumption that it's just like she wore a different outfit. But what's funny about this article is midway, you're like, how did Rita Ora even get involved? Rita Ora wasn't (laughs) even here. Um, They write, her outfit brought back memories of Rita Ora's busty display on the one show in 2015. And then sure enough, there's Rita 
with cleavage, but neither of these displays of cleavage are, I mean, to me, in any way notable. Who cares? I mean, I just it's love... Just, they just look like dresses. First, Rita Ora is accused of being friends with a killer. Then she's accused of showing too much, much breast two years ago. Two years ago. <laughs> two years ago. And she's wearing a penis. She literally cannot live this week, can she? She can't. She can't. Thank um, God we're here to defend her every week. I'm just so glad that we're done with the Fifty Shades Darker promo and we're back to normal Rita news. I know. It's true. Like, the, these these headlines mean we're officially done with Rita being on shows commenting about the two lines she had in that movie. Oh, absolutely. Right? I'm, I'm, so, I'm so relieved. Yeah, me too. Let's get back to real business, which is Rita Ora, you know, wearing a shirt on a street. <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> Two years ago. Two years ago. And with that, I think we have come to an end on this episode. What an episode. We certainly have. We talked about we Julian Huff have. for a long time. Huff and, and blech. Bobby and huffed and puffed his way through that bachelor party. Thank yep. you. Uh, you can do it. You you huff. It's your uh, Oh, yeah. So uh, thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's. Uh, as always, rate and review us on iTunes. We appreciate it. We've noticed we've gotten some new reviews, and they're all just so wonderful. Yeah. Also, there are still tickets available for our show at South by Southwest on Saturday. Once again, it's at the North Door. Link in bio, in our Instagram bio, if you want to buy tickets. Uh, they're selling like hotcakes, as far as I can tell, I think. <laughs> We got an email. We got an email from Mr. South by Southwest himself, and he was like, "Oh my God, guys, your event—it's almost sold out." It's so crazy. Tell that your we're fans. friends with Mr. South by Southwest. He's very the friendly. Of South by he Southwest. wants us to sell out the show, <laughs> and he's very proud of us. Goodbye. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye, everyone. Bye. You will drive it. Artist and adventurer who had the privilege of raising six little huffs you may know. Julianne, Derek, Catherine, Maribeth, Cherie, and Bobby Finger. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>